This is Nikki Bruno with the Epic Comeback Podcast, where warrior women who've gone through absolute caca give you advice on getting to the other side of yours. Today is super special for me because I have here as my guest, Kelsey Abbott, who is a colleague, a friend, and just an absolutely awesome human being. Kelsey, thank you for being here with me. Thank you, Nikki. I love that you call us warrior women. You know, I I did a paper on warrior women in art, art history in college. So that just bring back some memories of that. Oh, I love it. So like literal warrior women? Like, yeah, like uh, Amazons. And I don't remember much beyond that. Joan of Arc. <laughs> yeah, I think she was in there. I think there were some mythical characters as well. I love that. I love that. I would, I would totally read that paper if you were able to find where it yeah. is. Kelsey, I'm going to give you the mic to introduce yourself. So if you would please tell us who you are, where you're from, and how you stay busy during the day. Mm. I am Kelsey Abbott, as you mentioned. I'm a certified professional coach and intuitive human design reader and instigator of joy, the host of the Find Your Awesome podcast, and I'm a triathlete as well. So how I stay busy during the day is doing all those things Mm -hmm. and all in a playful way. As in, I swim, bike, run, lift, yoga, stretch, do some strength training, and I do all that work stuff, which is conversation. And it's all play. That's so awesome. All play. If it's not, if it doesn't feel like play, I get out of it as fast as possible. You don't do it. Yeah. And instigator of joy. That's my favorite. That's my favorite, like, Kelsey title, instigator of joy. I believe that we're all here to be joy, to follow the joy. We're born as joy. And then we forget about it. So I help people remember. Yeah. And I'm going to say, and you can totally disagree with this. I'm going to say that I think that joy and power are really kind of the same thing. Like, yeah. I think that joy is the most powerful emotion. And I think that when you feel joy, you are incredibly powerful. I also think that when you feel joy, you spread joy. Mm-hmm. Joy doesn't happen in a vacuum. Like when you, it's like, <laughs> If you see somebody smiling or really in joy on the street, you're going to feel it too. Have you ever just seen somebody out there like being totally ridiculous, laughing hysterically at themselves? It always makes me smile. Yeah. My favorite thing. Yeah. It's the best thing. You can be in a crap ass mood and you see somebody Mm -hmm. who's filled with joy and you just can't help it. Yeah. I'm the person who will trip. I'll trip and then look around to see if somebody else is there to laugh with me. (laughs) That's great. So cool. Kelsey, so as you know, this podcast is by and for women who've gone through total caca, like traumatic experiences. Would you summarize for us what you have gone through personally and what was the worstest part? So I'm trying to figure out how to narrow this down and I'm not going to because that feels like it's too much in my head. I'm just not going to include my entire life. But um, 2004, I was rear-ended in a car accident on the highway. I'm, it's 2019 right now. I'm still healing from that. And but 10 years after that, I got two stress fractures back to back. And then all within, within 15 months, I got a tibial stress fracture, a foot stress fracture, and then pneumonia. And I didn't get pneumonia like some people take antibiotic and they're better in 10 days. I had pneumonia for eight weeks. Whoa, dude. And it was a, <laughs> it was a life-changing experience. Um, I learned, I learned the value of sleep. The most important lesson I learned though, was that my body can heal. 
I learned to trust my body, which I could do mentally before. I was like, yeah, yeah, of course I trust my body to heal. No, I really, truly love and honor and trust and I'm in awe of this body. That's beautiful. It's so beautiful. And sisters who are listening, by the way, this woman is a triathlete and she's not just any triathlete. She's a champion, like kick-ass, all kinds of titles and accolades triathletes. So when that happens, when stress fractures and pneumonia and injuries that are healing over a period of years happen to Kelsey, it's not like it's just happening to a couch potato. Yeah, the first stress fracture happened right before nationals. So then instead of going away to nationals, I went, I told my husband, I was just like, I need to go somewhere. We went to a cabin in the woods. We went hiking. That didn't hurt. Um, we went hiking and I cried. I cried for like three days straight. I, because you, I have to grieve. And through the grieving process, I found so much gratitude. Mm-hmm. I had to in a way, my identity had gotten entangled in me as an athlete. Mm-hmm. In a, not in a, I didn't define myself only as an athlete, but it was this messy, like double helix. Like that's what I'm picturing now. Just like totally entangled. And stress fracture, that first one allowed me to separate myself. I am still somebody who trains and races, but there's no equal sign anymore. Mm. between Kelsey and the athlete. I gotcha. Yeah. And, and we're really an important piece too. It doesn't what? I think that's an important piece too of getting through things. Mm-hmm. So what you, uh, let me make sure I'm understanding you defining yourself by, by what has happened to you sort of defining yourself by the crap that's happened to you or defining yourself by what you do. Or are you talking about both? I'm talking about both. Like, basically, if I'm to define myself right now, I already gave you, I'm an instigator of joy. I am joy. I am love. Mm-hmm. I, I can tell you some things I do beyond that, but who I am is love and joy. Got it. I, yeah, simple. I got it. Yeah. It's so like, that's, that is like super crystal clear to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so Kelsey, it, it takes a total warrior, and this is why I call my guests warriors. It takes a total warrior to get to the other side of one injury, of one eight-week-long bout of pneumonia. Um, tell me, what is the best thing about being there? You mentioned that there's no longer an equal sign here, and clearly you have learned a lot in terms of like insights into who you are and what identity really means or what you want it to mean to you. What is the best thing about being on the other side of some of the caca that you went through? beginner's mind this is interesting this isn't what i thought was going to come out of my mouth for this question and i love that uh beginner's mind is the concept that we know nothing in a good way in a like we get to be curious and discover everything and we get to start from the beginning of beginner knows nothing in the beginner's mind there are tons of possibilities and the experts there are few because an expert goes in saying i know these things and in coming back from any of the health crises that I've experienced, my soul likes to teach me lessons through my body. And so coming back from all of those things, it's been the absolute privilege to be a beginner, to be solid in that beginner's mind, 
filled with gratitude, filled with joy. It's actually a combination of beginner's mind and memento mori. I think that's the right term, which is the reminder that we're going to die. Sounds super morbid, but hold on a second. It's actually the, you can think of it as like, maybe this is the last time I'm going to walk on this trail. It can be like, because I'm going to die or because I'm going to move or the trail is going to be washed away or, you know, who knows when we do that, everything gets a little brighter. Like the color of the leaves just pops. You start seeing all the bunnies on the side of the road and the turtles. And I'm so with you on that. I'm so completely with you on that. And I think about that a lot, a lot. Maybe like every few weeks I say to myself, what would I do today if I knew that this were my last day? What would I do if I were living with that? And it's so true. All of a sudden it's like this call to action. It's, it's the ultimate call to action. Yeah. And it's everything feels realer, crisper when we do that. And it's, I resisted that concept when I first heard about it. It seemed super, I was like, I don't want to think about death. Mm -hmm. I don't want to think about my loved ones dying. And you're not thinking about your loved ones dying. You're simply saying it's a way to call yourself here. Yeah. Like you are right here right now. This may be your last moment. What do you want to do with it? Totally. I love it. I think it's great. I don't think it has to be morbid. I love it. And I think there are cultures who are, that are a lot more in tune with death and with respecting and even revering death and sort of keeping death as part of a concept that's part of our day-to-day life. Mm -hmm. Cultures that are much better integrated in that, in that way than our culture. If you can talk about American culture. Yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah. As usual, other cultures do it better. Just like the English language lacks words for many things. So the <laughs> Germans tend to come through for us on a lot of them. Yeah. Well, when the shoe fits, yeah. Okay, well, that's a whole other podcast. American culture, <laughs> Kelsey and Nikki. Nikki and Kelsey talk about words. Oh, yeah, which is what we did on your podcast yeah. <laughs> the whole time. Awesome. So Kelsey, what is one piece of advice, or maybe two, that you would give to women who are listening right now who are going through trauma, who are going through absolute caca, really difficult stuff? How would you advise them to hang on and get to the other side? So many things. The, the overarching thing is remember who you are. Remember who you are. You are the soul that entered this world. Remember who you were as an infant remember your personality as a funny little toddler remember who you are who you want to be under and through all the stuff going on around you and know that it's not you because whoever you come up with that is you that's the true you like i said i am love and joy maybe you are love and joy as well maybe you you have other words for yourself but to remember that that is who you are and, you know, beginner's mind, beginner's mind and gratitude and ask for help. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of thoughts on this. Apparently ask for help, lean on people, let them call you out. Feel sometimes asking for help means I need some space to myself right now. Maybe it means I just need you to be here and not say anything. Yeah. Help can take so many forms. It can. And also we can be specific about it. Yeah. I think ask that, for what you want. Right. I think that when people say ask for help, ask for support, it's not something that necessarily we're used to doing. 
it, in fact, it may be the last thing in the entire universe that we actually are used to doing or would ever do. But it's not just ask for help like, hey, I need help. Actually take a minute and ask yourself, what kind of help do I need? Because that's the way you're going to get it. Yeah. Ask yourself, what would this feel like if it were easy? Hmm. And then, and, and then let the answer blow your mind let yourself go through that, but that can't happen phase and then get over that and ask someone for that thing. Yeah. You know, I've heard people, I've asked people that question before and they've been like, well, if it were easy, someone would just like my groceries would be in my fridge. I'm like, guess what? There are grocery delivery services. You can make that happen right now. That's right. I just did it the other day. <laughs> Technology is awesome. It is. I, I love what you just said about letting the answers blow your mind. Because mm -hmm. we have the answers. That's the thing. And I, I, I'm sure you're with me on this. Tell me if you're with, with me. I'm, like, I'm totally with you. Yeah. Like the answers are in you. And when we get quiet and, and when we ask, and then we let ourselves have a minute, the answers come up and they are mind blowing and they're right. Yes. It's, they're correct. Yes. Aren't you the one that always says the first thing that comes through is is always it that's not me but but i'll say it now <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's always magic there's so much magic inside us that we just don't even it's not that we're not even aware that it's there we don't even know that we can go looking for it and whatever kaka we're going through it's an invitation it's it's there it's part of uh, our path it's part of like the stuff we are going to learn, the skills we are going to gain from this experience are going to help us in something going down the road. We have no idea what it is. That's not our job. Yeah. But like going forward, you're going to be like, yes, that's exactly what I was training for. Totally. That's what you're doing. You're training totally. right now. This caca is just, it's, it's the friction that makes us stronger. When you lift weights, you lift heavy things. You don't lift light things. You lift heavy things because that makes your muscles stronger. That's what you're doing as you deal with this crisis. Such a great analogy. That totally works for me. On a totally different topic, Kelsey, if you could have any superpower that you don't already have, what would it be? Flying. 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 What would you, how about one. you? Me? Yeah. Oh my God, nobody's ever asked me this question. <laughs> oh, I know. It's actually the same answer as one of my guests said, like yesterday or the other day, I would, it, I would be able to speak every language in human experience, like all human languages. Mm. And animal languages too. too. Why not add that? That would be my yeah. superpower to speak all languages, like to speak and think and write in all languages. That's my answer. But what if you already can? What if you can through your intuition? <laughs> Listen to you. That's my answer. I'm sticking to it. Okay, you can have it. Yeah. I'll go flying. Okay. All right. I'll fly with you if I already have that if I already have that superpower. Okay, good. Awesome. So that pretty much wraps it up. Oh, except for Kelsey. In addition to thank you so much for being on this podcast, I want to ask you where we can find you online. Ah. Uh, my website is Kelsey Abbott CPC. My Instagram handle, that is reverse. My website is kelseyabbott.com. <laughs> My Instagram handle is kelseyabbottcpc. Come play on Instagram and okay. you can learn everything you need to know on my website. Okay. So you're kelseyabbottcpc on Instagram. Yep. Got it. 
And it's Kelsey, K-E-L-S-E-Y. And that will be in the show notes as well. Yep. Awesome. So this is Nikki Bruno with Kelsey Abbott on the Epic Comeback Podcast. For more info on how to stage an epic comeback in your life after a life-shattering experience, please visit theepiccomeback.com.